Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue listening to the audio of a video that I just posted on YouTube, which, by the way, you can go watch it, and you just go to YouTube forward slash Prophecy Club, and it is called Daniel 1 to 7 Portrays the Seven-Year Tribulation. Now, here's what it's about. If you want to understand Bible prophecy, one of the primary things you've got to understand is prophecies repeat. The entire Bible is prophecy that repeats. For example, Ecclesiastes 1.9 says, The thing that hath been is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, meaning everything repeats. And that's the point that I get into in this. Here's some of the points I'm going to make into it. The first Nebuchadnezzar ruled over Jerusalem. The last Nebuchadnezzar, being the beast or the Antichrist, will also rule over Jerusalem. The first Nebuchadnezzar or the beast Antichrist originated in Iraq and Babylon. And the last Nebuchadnezzar, the beast Antichrist, will also come from Iraq. The first Nebuchadnezzar decided to make a great image. The last Nebuchadnezzar will too. The first Nebuchadnezzar required everyone to worship that image or be killed, and the last one will too. Now, that's only part of it. You want to go and listen to this. But even better than that, I recommend you get Daniel verse by verse, $75, Revelation verse by verse, $75. But right now you can get both of them for a gift of $75 at prophecyclub.com. Even better, go to watchprophecyclub.com. 20 bucks a month or $200 a year, you can watch them all. Really good deal. However, in this case, I really recommend you get these discs. You're going to want to have these discs. As we all know, there will be a time when we will not be able to access the Internet. That's when having the DVD discs will be so very important. Now we're going to go pick it up from here, Daniel chapters 1 through 7, and how they portray the seven-year tribulation repeating. Came this Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) That's right. Our guy. The Antichrist. The Beast. Came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, what is today called Iraq, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with part of the vessels of the house of God. What I'm saying is what you're reading is about to be fulfilled again in your lifetime. You're about to see the same guy, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Iraq. That's what it's saying. Nebuchadnezzar, it's saying the Antichrist, and I have long, until I saw this just recently, I've long thought that the Antichrist is either going to come from Syria or Iraq, one or the other. And it's still that general geographical region. But this says specifically it's going to come from Iraq. That's what it's saying. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. That's what he's going to do again. And you're going to see that, I mean, just like Jesus said, I came in my own name, you didn't receive me. Another's going to come in his name, and him you will receive. This is what it's saying. And he's going to get part of the vessels of the house of God. Well, what does the Antichrist do in the middle of the tribulation? He sets on the Ark of the Covenant. That's the abomination of desolation. Again, it's coming again. So in Daniel's day, Nebuchadnezzar reigned over Jerusalem. In the tribulation day, Antichrist will reign over Jerusalem again. Daniel's day, Nebuchadnezzar committed the abomination of desolation by taking part of the holiest vessels from Jerusalem, and in the tribulation day, Antichrist will commit the abomination of desolation, sitting on the holiest of vessels, the Ark of the Covenant. Repeating. In Daniel's day, Daniel purposed that he would not defile himself with the king's food, but in the tribulation, Christians are going to have to resist the Antichrist and become an overcomer. They're going to have to again say, no, we're not going to defile ourselves. Daniel gave four children knowledge 
or in Daniel's day, God gave four children knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, and Daniel had all understanding, all visions and dreams. Well, in the last days, Daniel or Joel 2, 8, I believe it is, says, we'll, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Once again, history repeats. Once again, prophecy repeats. Daniel's day, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed of a statue. Now you're in Daniel, Daniel chapter 2. Prophesying four world governments. In the tribulation, the false prophet commands an image of the beast to be made in the tribulation. So Daniel's day, a statue went up. Everybody had to worship it. Tribulation day, statue's going to go up. Same thing's going to happen. Now, since this is so important, and this was in my Daniel verse by verse DVD, uh, I put it on some other videos on the internet, but let me read through this because this is very important. Daniel chapter 2, verse 31. Now, this is the dream, first of all. Thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form there was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold, his breast and arms of silver, his belly and thighs of brass, his legs of iron, and his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon its feet, which were of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together. That's a key word, together. It became like the chaff over the summer threshing floors. Now, what that means is, when Jesus returns, he's going to destroy all of the other former world kingdoms. All of them. None of them survive. That includes the nation. None of them. Chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that there was no place found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. That's Jesus. Now, that's, that's the dream. Now, let's listen to the interpretation. He says, Thou, O king, art a king of kings. That's one of the two places. The Lord God himself called Nebuchadnezzar a king of kings. Is there any doubt? I mean, who else are you going to call king of kings? Again, six verses in the Bible. Two of the six call Nebuchadnezzar king of kings. Three of the six call Jesus king of kings. And the other one is not relevant. Wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field, the fowls of the heaven, he hath given into thy hand, and has made thee ruler over them all. Thou, Nebuchadnezzar, art this king of or this head of gold. And after these shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom, now let's talk about that. That fourth kingdom, that's about to rise. That's the fourth world government that will arise out of Europe. Why out of Europe? Because America's decimated in World War III. And pretty much the other nations that are backing America, they're all decimated. It's about the only thing surviving is the fourth kingdom or the European Union. And the fourth kingdom should be strong as iron. There you go. That's the Roman Empire revived. For as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces and bruise. So iron is the Roman Empire, or what we call today the European Union. His legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold broken to pieces. Here it is again. Look at that word. Together. And became as the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, and found no place for them. And the stone uh, that smote the image on the feet, meaning that Jesus returns in the times when there is ten toes or ten global regions, seven continents divided into ten global regions, same thing, it's the same, the same thing, became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. 
And as the toes of the feet were part of iron, part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. I'm not going into to explaining that right now. And whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, and they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And I'm not going to go into explaining that either, or we'll get off track. That's not my point today. This is my point. And in the days of these kings, what does that mean? It's saying in the days of the fourth and final world government, in the days when they do form a world government, what it's saying is then the God of heaven, his name is Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the God of heaven will return and he will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Now, these next words in red, those are real important. I've talked to people and they say, oh, no, 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 God, God will never destroy all of the nations. Now, who are the nations? Hold on just a second. Let's talk about that a second. See, because the nations are those people that didn't receive Jesus, so they don't get eternal life. But they didn't take the mark of the beast either. These are the corners of the field that were not harvested. They didn't receive Jesus, but they didn't take the mark of the beast either, but they lived through the whole thing. So they're referred to as the nations. And on the, the judgment seat of Christ, they are informed, okay, we're going to let you live. We're going to let you live for up to a thousand years. But if you make a mistake, if you break one law, you're going to be ruled over with a rod of iron. If you break one law, then one of these guys over here, these morning star judges will show up in a moment, with speed of thought, hit you with a morning star, and you will fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones, killing both soul and body. That will be your instant judgment. And that's the way it is for the next thousand years. At the end of thousand years, then Satan is loosed out of his prison. He go out to deceive the nations with the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Mag, whose numbers is as the sand of the sea and the wind upon the breath of the earth that come the camp of the saints about and fire from God out of heaven came down to devour them. They do not live forever. That's what this is saying. Which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. The way we would say that is the kingdom shall not be left to the nations. Then it says... But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Meaning, the only ones that get to live forever are those people whose names are in the book of life. Period. Not in the book. Don't get to live. Simple as that. And I'm going to show you at the end how to get your name in the book of life. Now let's talk about Daniel 3. Chapter 3 in the last days. In Daniel's day, according to Daniel chapter 3 verse 1, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits and breadth six cubits. So that's six, six. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent together together the princes, one, governors, captains, judges, treasurers, counselors, and sheriffs. That's seven groups. Called them to the dedication of the image. Those seven groups then bowed down to the image, bowed down to the image that was six, six. Then six instruments are played. Count them up. At what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sabbat, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the uh, image that I've set up, or you be cast the same hour into the burning fiery furnace. So here's what it's actually saying. It's saying that the seven, which represent the believers, are forced to bow down and worship the 666. The image that's 666 and six instruments play. The image, six, six, and six instruments play, and the seven have to bow down and worship it. It's saying the same thing will happen again. The believers will once again have to worship 666. Saying the same thing. 
Daniel 3.13, Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to call Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, If you don't worship my image, you're going to be cast into the burning fiery furnace. I love what they say. This is telling us what we need to say, too. Be an owner to thee, O king. We're not going to serve your image. We're not going to worship your gods. Our God is capable of protecting, but if he doesn't, we're still not going to serve your gods. We don't try to be arrogant or, 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 or foolish about it, but we're just going to say we're simply not going to take that mark. Not going to do it. In the tribulation days, Revelation 24 says, And I saw thrones. Who are the thrones for? I believe those are the morning star judges. Those are the ones, because it goes on to say, And they that sat upon them, judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those beheaded for witness of Jesus and for the word of God that had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark, and their forehead on their hand. Those are the people that say, I'm not going to take the mark. You can't make me. That's what we want to do. Now, Daniel chapter 4, in the last days. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. Here it is, the dream of the large tree. Daniel 4.13. I saw and a holy one come down from heaven and said, Hew down the tree. That's Nebuchadnezzar. Lead the stump of its roots in the earth, even with the band of iron and brass, meaning in the last days of the Grecian and the Roman Empire. So it's not talking about just days of Nebuchadnezzar, because it has iron and brass. It's not, let me say it again, it's not talking about just days of Nebuchadnezzar. Can't be. Let his heart be changed from man's, so let a beast's heart be given to him. Let seven times pass over him. Yes, it happened in Nebuchadnezzar's day, but the point is, it happens again. Stumps come back to life. In the days of tribulation, as we've just been discussing, Nebuchadnezzar will rise from the pit a second time and have the heart of a beast for seven years. Nebuchadnezzar would be the Antichrist, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit in the tribulation. I've got some pictures of him here. I believe that if you're watching this right now, you will probably see this man in your lifetime. Let's go on. Now, Daniel chapter 5. Well, Belshazzar, now this is the son of Nebuchadnezzar, made a great feast, drank wine from the gold and silver vessels from the temple, and he praised the gods of gold, silver, brass, iron, wood, and stone. Then, fingers, <laughs> fingers of a man's hand came over and wrote, four words. Mine, mine, tikal uparsin. I want to point out something. If you look at them blue, it says uparsin, but down at the very bottom left of the page, it refers to the word pires as uparsin. Same word, same word, okay? Essentially, it's saying four things. It's saying numbered, numbered, weighed, divided. Numbered, numbered, weighed, divided. The interpretation is this. God has numbered your kingdom. He's weighed the good, against the bad. Let me say it again. He's weighed the good against the bad and is found wanting. So it's been weighed and found wanting and now it's divided and given to the Medes of the Persians. I believe that right now America is in those balances. And I hate to say that right now we are probably found wanting just like this kingdom and America is heading to a great destruction just like this nation. In Daniel's day, Nebuchadnezzar will arise from the bottom's pit to become the Antichrist. But in the last days, in the middle of the tribulation, Lucifer is cast out of heaven and will possess Nebuchadnezzar's body and sit on the Ark of the Covenant to be worshipped by the whole world. Revelation eleven seven. And when, shall have, and when they shall finish their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottom's pit shall make war against them. That's Nebuchadnezzar. Revelation twelve ten. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ for the accused of the brethren. Brethren has been cast down. That is Lucifer. That's what it's saying. By the way, I think 
that it's important that you understand this more. And I find that they're out there on the Internet. There's all kinds of people teaching all kinds of things because you can just grab a, a microphone and a video and put yourself on the Internet. It doesn't cost you anything. But, brothers and sisters, this is my life. This is what I do. This is what I call to do is teach Bible prophecy. I pastor a church, but I'm not really called to pastor a church. I'm called to teach Bible prophecy. If you want to understand from someone that is called to teach prophecy, then I recommend you get this. This is four DVDs, Daniel verse by verse, 441 slides, 350 pictures, 53 maps, 18 charts. It's deep. I think there's no question. Daniel is the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. I'll help you to understand it. Tells you more there. Also, Revelation verse by verse, eight hours, four DVDs, 612 slides, 212 pictures, 10 charts. Now, each one of these, normally, we ask a gift of $75. That's, what, 16 discs? Uh, eight hours of, or eight discs, 16 hours of teaching. But right now you can get both of them for a gift of $75. But I can even beat that. You can go to watchprophecyclub.com, sign up 20 bucks a month or $200 a year. You can watch that plus like, what is it? T- over 200 other DVDs off 20 bucks a month. Watchprophecyclub.com. You can also get the DVDs at prophecyclub.com and other books as well. Go check us out. Now back to Daniel. So in Daniel chapter 6, Daniel had an excellent spirit. The presidents and princes established a royal statute that whosoever worshipped any of the gods should be killed. So they tried to stop people worshipping our God. In the tribulation, guess what? Same thing happens. Revelation thirteen eight, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. That's the Antichrist. Whose names are not written in the book of life. Revelation thirteen fifteen. Any of power as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Same thing. Going to happen. Want to know what's going to happen in Revelation? You look into Daniel. Now let's look at Daniel chapter 7. Daniel. Chapter 7 is actually an overview of a world government formed in the ashes of the English lion that has American eagle's wings. The Russian bear, the Islamic leopard, and it'll be the fourth world government, the feet and toes of iron and clay. And in the tribulation, guess what? Same thing actually happens with one exception. I'll show you. And that is, I'll just tell you right up front. See the blue there, lion and the eagle's wings? You're going to notice when we get to Revelation 13, you'll see the same other characters, except for there's no eagle's wings. Why? Because Daniel chapter 7 says the eagle's wings are plucked. Another thing that says America falls. Revelation 13, 1. I saw a beast, that's the world government, rise up out of the sea, that's the peoples we've discussed, having seven heads, seven continents, and ten horns, ten global regions. And upon his horns, ten crowns, means each global region has a ruler. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy, means these ten leaders blaspheme God. And the beast which thou sawest was likened to a leopard, means that it has part of it, Muslims. And, oh, in case you're asking, well, how'd you come up with the leopard or the Muslims? Real easy. Just Google where leopards live. Print a map. Google where Muslims live. Print a map. Overlay Overlay the maps? Almost exactly. Real easy. Let's go on. His feet were the feet of a bear. That's Russia. His mouth is the mouth of a lion. That's England. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. But again, the eagle's wings are missing. 
And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death. That's one of the ten global regions. Leaders is wounded to death. <coughs> and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And it was given to him to make war with the saints. Now, yes, I do think it's going to be a bullet war. But more than a bullet war, it's going to be a war of words. It's going to be a war of hearts. It's going to be a war of whose God is really God. He made war with the saints and overcome them. His power is given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. There's very few people that do not worship the beast. You know, the Bible says that all that had not come to the knowledge of the truth would believe a lie. When God sends this strong delusion, which means if you want to make it through the tribulation and stay saved, you better be asking Jesus into your heart now. Because when God sends this strong delusion, if you've not already come to the knowledge of the truth, you'll believe the lie and be damned. That's the way God set it up. So you've got to accept Jesus now. So our recipe for success of this video is, first of all, I told you what I was going to tell you. Then I told you. Now I'm going to tell you what I told you. Let's go back through it. So as I said, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Iraq or Babylon, ruled over Jerusalem. In the last days, the Antichrist is going to rule in Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar dreamed of a great image. In the last days, false prophet is going to command them to make an image. Nebuchadnezzar made a golden image required all to worship it. In the last day, there's going to be an image, and you're going to be required to worship it. Nebuchadnezzar was warned to repent, but he didn't. Instead, he was given a beast's heart for seven years. The last day, the same guy shows up for another seven years, given a beast's heart. Kingdom was taken away from one king and given to another king. In the last day, in the middle of the tribulation, when the uh, deadly wound was healed, what happens is the beast becomes the Antichrist. That's the reason there's so many people confused about it, because, they, again, they don't understand it, so I'll help you to understand it. Worship the true God is prohibited in Daniel chapter 6, but in the last days, once again, worship to the true God is once again prohibited. But in the last days, the kingdom and dominion shall be given to the saints, and so says Revelation also. The beast and the false prophet cast alive in the lake of fire, and Jesus sets up a new kingdom that shall never be destroyed. Now, you may be saying, so how much time do we have, Stan? What do you really think? Okay, well, first of all, I don't know. Let me make that clear. Now, let me also start with a disclaimer. I'm not about to say that I think that America falls in 2020 or 2021. Let me say it again. I'm not saying that America falls in 2020 or 2021. I'm suspecting strongly, but I'm not ready to say that yet. Here's the way I say it. Is, you know, kind of like there's five categories of a hurricane. You know, category one is not so bad. Category five is really, really bad. Well, on a scale of one to five, I'm about a three right now. means I'm suspecting maybe. That's why I'm about to talk about it. But I'm not ready to say that America falls in 2020 nor 2021 yet. I'm not. I'm at about a three. I'm a category three. Not fully convinced yet. But I do want to point out some things. 2020 is 400 years from the signing of the Mayflower Compact. You remember this in over the 11th, 1620, before our forefathers even got off of the Mayflower boat, they signed the Mayflower Compact, that they were starting a new company or new country for the furtherance of the Christian faith. I believe that that was when God accepted the covenant for America. 2020 is also 40 years from when judgment was first pronounced upon America to Dimitri Dudeman. 
Shane Warren says that there's a 400-year judgment cycle. I agree with him. And he says that America's judgment arrives in 2020. Now, that I don't know for sure. I suspect strongly, but I don't know for sure. Terry Bennett said that the angel Gabriel told him that America falls in 2020. So what do you do? Make certain that your name is written in the book of life. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which are in them. And death and hell delivered up the dead which are in them. And they were judged, every man according to his works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. And here it is. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life, whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. Not a joke. Not kidding. Jesus is not kidding. Your name not in that book, you'll be tossed into the lake of fire. Here's how to get your name in the book of life. It's simple. doesn't hurt. It's not painful. doesn't cost you anything. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. It's a free gift. But you have to take the gift. Here it is. Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means that everybody sinned. you got to realize you're a sinner. That's step number one. Realize you've sinned. Ephesians 2.8.9. For by grace you are saved through faith. Not not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Meaning, it's a free gift. Can't buy it, can't earn it, it's a free gift. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's saying it's not enough to believe it in your heart, and not say it with your mouth. It's not enough to say it, and not believe it. You've got to say it, got to believe it. Finally, Acts 2.38, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you should receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But the key word there is repent. Repent means that you ask Jesus into your heart. That means you read your Bible, King James, and you follow your Bible. You don't say, Jesus, come into my heart, and continue the same lifestyle. That means you're probably going to lose some friends, probably going to lose some habits, probably going to lose some words. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there, but I really encourage you to get this particular gift offer, Daniel verse by verse and Revelation verse by verse. If you're listening to this broadcast on a regular basis, you know that you've been called to be a watchman. You know that there's going to be a day that people that won't listen right now, that will be coming to you, and they're going to be asking questions. And you don't want to look like a dunce. You want to be able to give them the correct answer so As part of being a watchman, this is, how do I say this, an assignment for you. This is not just getting something for your entertainment. This is getting something so that you can explain, then they listen, then you lead them to the Lord. Here's what I recommend you do. Get both Daniel verse by verse and Revelation verse by verse and study it in detail so you can give an answer. So about Daniel, this is excellent. It's eight hours long. Four DVDs, 441 slides, 350 pictures, 53 maps, 18 charts. It is, in my opinion, the most difficult book in the Bible to understand, and it takes some time. These DVDs will help you to understand Daniel. Then, Revelation verse by verse is four DVDs, eight hours, 612 slides, 212 pictures, 10 different charts. I promise I will show you how to understand Daniel and Revelation. When you have those down, pretty much the rest of it can all be figured out. But you have to have Daniel and Revelation. 
as a watchman. This is an assignment, brothers and sisters. You must have this. Now, normally, Daniel, $75. Revelation, $75. However, right now, you can get both of them. That's eight DVDs, 16 hours of teaching, so you can understand Daniel and Revelation. Get both of them for a gift of $75 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. Or I can even beat that offer because you can go to watchprophecyclub.com, $20 a month, $200 a year, and you can watch them instantly. However, I do recommend on this one, you get the discs. Prophecyclub.com, get Daniel and Revelation verse by verse. Thank you for listening, thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. Dr. Bree Keaton just made a brand new DVD. She reveals shocking, never released, private family records, bloodlines, and gives you the true story of how God used Patrick Henry to save America. She helped me to see more clearly where we are and where we're going because most of history has already repeated itself. You will like this DVD. It is Trump by Patrick Henry, prophecyclub.com.